Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of Anime Double Play. It is June 21st. Happy summer, longest day of the year, and we are here to talk about the mid-season finale and the finales of some animes that just ended in this spring season. We are on episode 13 of Anime Double Play, so episode 12 or 11, depending on where you are, what anime was airing, and we are really pumped to talk about it. I'm here, and Thomas is here too. How are you, Thomas? I'm doing well. I'm trying to get these potato chips out of, out from in between my teeth, so I'm doing all right. That's always a fun task. Great. Great way to start. Well, how is everything? Did you do any new anime stuff this week? Did you do any general stuff this week? Mm. Oh, well, you were you came back home this weekend. I did. So, um, so we hung out a bit, and we played Pokemon. Pokemon Go. And we watched... People still do that. And we got to watch the um, finale of Attack on Titan together, so that was good. Yeah, we watched the animes on Saturday. Uh, did I do anything else? Played some League, played some PUBG. Um, I got... So I canceled my Crunchyroll account and upgraded to Verve. So I get Crunchyroll and Funimation, which means Mary gets it. Because I, I just pay for it and give it to people. But not you, listeners. You don't get my Verve. But Verve is pretty sweet. It's like 10 bucks. You get Crunchyroll. You get Funimation. You get Rooster Teeth and a bunch of, like, other random crap. Yeah. So it's totally worth 10 bucks a month for double the anime. Like, yeah, because it's... How can I refuse? It's 7 bucks for... Um, Crunchyroll, so then it's like $3 more to get Funimation and all these other titles. So I already look through. I have a watch list that I want to dive into. I have, like, what do I have on there? Um, crap, I don't... Re- oh, I have the dub of um, Soccer Quest, which is airing this season, but I just haven't gotten the chance to watch it. I have Kaleido Star. I always wanted to watch. Um, Terror in Resonance. Oh my god, that anime is so good. Yeah, and I can watch it in English probably at work because it's in English, so I'm looking forward to really diving into the stuff in there. Yeah, I already started. I've been... Yesterday I worked like a ton of hours. I've been working a lot lately. And I watched the whole first season of Spice and Wolf. How was it? Really good. Because I read the manga for a while and then I stopped because I got bored. (laughs) Oh, I actually really like it. I actually, what do I have up right now? Episode 14, I just finished. So it's like the start of the second season. And I'm watching it dubbed. And I really like it. Yeah, it has, I wanna finish it has it. a really good rep. A lot of people really like it. Yeah, uh, Giga always like raves about it. And Mother's Basement did a video recently on it. And it's got like an 8.7 or 8.8 on Mal. So... Everyone says it's really good. It's from 2007, so it's a little... Or 2009, I guess? Released 2009. Um, but I really like it so far. It's way better than I thought it was going to be. The ending theme in the first season was really cute. And <laughs> it's just like... Anime is a pretty good mix of 
cute wolf girl doing cute things, but that's not really the main point. It's like economics and kind of like some adventure. Economics? Just some like, yeah, there's a lot of like bartering and trading and stuff. Oh. <laughs> oh, the economics and Spice and Wolf get me every time. They were, they were buying, um, oh, what's it called? I always forget the name of this, uh, term. It's when you like, um, oh crap, I can't think of it, but it's basically like you, you rent stock and then you buy it on short. So they bought currency. Some guy tried to buy, um, like short a bunch of currency and it was really interesting because shorting stock is like a thing they do nowadays and they like implemented it into the show. So it was kind of cool. Even though buying, don't buy stock on short, it's like really, really hard. And you're probably going to lose money. Have you, it's really weird. Have you watched Kato yet? No. Because your, dis- Spice and Wolf. your description of that reminded me how much I think you'd like that show. <laughs> I have it on my list to watch. There's just so much to watch. I feel you. I just can't watch all of it. I feel you. Yeah. But I don't think I did anything else really... Uh, I'm going to Canada next weekend. Oh, awesome, right. So I'm going to, uh, where am I going? Ontario. I'm going to Kingston in Ontario. Cool. So I'm flying in Toronto the, the next Friday, I guess, the 30th. So pretty excited about that. Can you still record next week? Yeah, I'm going to be home on okay. Wednesday. <laughs> so. Perfect. Nice and jet lagged for the podcast. No, it's in the same time zone, right? What? I don't leave till Friday and I'm coming back on Monday. Oh, I thought you just said you come back on Wednesday. Never mind. No, I come back Monday. Well, my week was uneventful. I didn't really watch anything new. Um, I've been busy with work, and I've been playing with my bands a lot. So, so yeah. Um, I'm just really pumped to talk about Attack on Titan, so can we do it? Uh, yeah, sure. Kick it oh. off, Mary, since you're super pumped. Okay, so I thought the last episode was awesome. I thought it was executed really well. I thought it looked great. Um, there are a lot of really good character moments. That I also have things I could complain about it, but I feel like overall this season just did a really good job. Like I feel like the execution of the season as a whole was really great. And there were so many awesome character arcs and things going on. And po- poor Armin trying to defend Jean with the wagging his little sword. I was like, that was really great. But um, I guess the biggest thing to talk about in this episode would be the Mikasa Eren moment right before Eren realizes that he has control over the Titans. So it was kind of weird. Oh, was that my cue to was that my cue to jump in and say that something was your like incesty? In. Not incest. Why incesty? They're not related. I know, but they're like kind of siblings. Whatever. It's it's not, but it, you gotta admit it, it. A little bit is. It was like a really cool scene because Mikasa's like, "We're gonna die." I gotta tell him that I have feelings for him. I guess, but like. She's, like, having this, like, moment, and she's supposed to be, like, her ribs are, like, broken, and she's just fallen off her horse, and she's supposed to be destroyed. And then in that moment, she, like, looks beautiful with newly applied lip gloss, and she's just like, thank you for wrapping this scarf around me, and she's got the moe eyes, and then people are dying around her and, like, getting ripped apart, and it was just a really weird mix of the two things, and I know that was the point, to really contrast what was surrounding them with what was going on, but it just didn't mesh well enough for me. 
you know? Oh, I, I kind of like the scene. I thought it was, like, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, uh, I don't know. I haven't thought too much about that particular scene. I I thought it was fine. I would probably say I don't really have too much of an opinion either way. I was kind of more interested in this episode with the plot lines, with Hana's red f- death flag waved, so oh. thank you oh. for your service, Sasagayo. But um, <laughs> everyone saw that coming. He was like kind of a madman, but it was it was cool. But I was more interested with Eren having this power to control Titans, which yeah. we now know is a thing. That was crazy. So they've kind of added in. They're like getting closer and closer to the to like a lot of these questions, like why Reiner and Berthold or whoever they work for, why do they want to destroy humanity? And who is this other Titan human group that like Beast Titan group? So there's that. In Eren's dad, we're going to get into that. But apparently that group kind of has that power. So obviously Eren is connected to that group because they show his dad at the end. But we're starting to understand a little bit more. So they have the power to control Titans. So we're like, we're getting there. We're getting there. And they announced the third season. So I can't just sit here and bitch about not knowing anything. But I thought the whole execution of the last episode was really good. Eren still being a boss even though he's got one arm, he's like the second coolest character in the show because Levi is the coolest character. But I don't know. I wish Levi was in this season a little more. However, but his one uh, scene at the end was super good. He was like, so you're telling me that I've been killing people this whole time. And he like feels remorse. He's like, he wants to save people. He doesn't want to murder people. And then Irwin's like smiling like the little bitch he is. And Er and, Levi's like, what do you think so funny? Why are you smiling? And I was like, yes, bring it. I was like, because I don't like Erwin. I don't like him. Oh, he's so cool. He's such I think a, he's, awesome. he's kind of a dick. I guess nah, you have he's got, to be. He's got one goal. He wants to save humanity and nothing gets in the way of that. And I, I don't know, know if I that's his a, goal. I don't think that's his goal. If he wanted to save humanity, What's his goal? he'd be upset if he knew he was killing humans. I feel like he just wants to beat everyone and come out on top and f- figure out the truth. I feel like he's a little more Hanji, where she's like, I just want to know. But her curiosity comes from science, where his curiosity just comes from, like, I want to know what's going on so I can defeat them so we could just defeat them. I feel like he's more of a actiony person than a moral person. I don't know. I kind of disagree. I think he's just so cool. I think he just has one goal. He wants to kill the Titans. And he will go about it through any means necessary. And I can respect someone who's got one goal on their mind. They'll do anything to accomplish that goal. I can respect that. Reminds me of Light. Reminds me of Lelouch. And those are all really cool characters. And they're all bad guys. No, they're okay. You did not watch Code Geass. I saw the first three episodes. I can speak on the behalf of all of Code Geass. Oh, sh- shush. But anyway, we're tangenting too much from the point that we enjoyed this final episode. Yeah, it was great. I'm so, I'm mm. looking forward to seeing more. Um, I just it. W- I thought this season was really really good. I thought I thought I liked it better than last season. I gotta say. Yeah, I I agree. But do we want to chat a little bit about the Aaron's dad reveal? At He's the, end? the Beast Titan. 
I don't know if he's the Beast Titan or he just knows the Beast Titan. Well, the thing is, he's sticking out. He's like hanging on to it. And I was no, like, oh, he's standing he- on top of like his head or neck or whatever. Right. We don't but know for Ymir, sure. We don't know for sure. Ymir did that once when she was talking to Krista. Remember, she was like pulled out of the back and was talking to her. Yeah. And how many people have stood on the top of a Titan's head? Right. So it could be either. I think he's the Beast Titan. Oh, I mean, I'm not going to take a guess because we don't have enough information to know. Like father, would, like son. I don't know. I, we just got to learn more. But he's connected with them, which apparently they're more evil than Berthold and Reiner. They destroy all of humanity to try to, like, I don't know, get kill him or something. I don't know. So he's got to be pretty evil. Or maybe there's something else. We're going to see. Right. Um, just one thing for the viewers, the listeners, um, a lot of people in the four year gap, we probably should have talked about this like earlier, like epi- weeks what? ago, but I don't know what Thomas, you're referring yeah, to. Thomas and I are not caught up in the manga. Oh, wait, is that not obvious? Well, because somebody <laughs> that's so obvious, <laughs> somebody tweeted and was like, Hey, you were talking about this and it, it foreshadows to something in the manga. And I just want to put out there that. We are some of the only people who actually waited the four years and didn't read it. So mm-hmm. we're, I, act, I, we're, I, not, we're not feigning disbelief and surprise. We actually don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't like the drawings in the manga. I think Same. they're pretty bad. And I think the animation is way too good. Yeah. In, uh, in just like the anime, I guess. It's like it looks way too good for me to go to read it because I tried reading it. I was like, oh, man, I really don't like these drawings. They're really scratchy. It just makes everything so dark. Like, the coolest thing about this anime is that how, like, bright it is, but, like, how dark the tones of the show are. Tones in terms of, like, not physically, like, in visual, but more, like, the plot lines and stuff like that. But in the manga, it's just, like, really dark everywhere. And it's just, like, I don't know. I guess it's – I don't like the drawing style. It's too dark, which is, I guess – symbolic of the show being dark but i kind of like the contrast in the anime the anime's animation's way too good to not watch it yeah i was feeling the same way about um boku no hero because i was i was sitting at work today and i was like i should just read it because i'm really into it right now and i was like but the anime's so good (laughs) why would i read it when one the anime is literally airing right now and it's looks so good so i don't think i'll be able to do it for that either and I think that's kind of true for a lot of anime nowadays. I think the animation is way better than it was 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah. So, like, watching watching it looks so much better than reading it. Whereas, like, back then, the animation didn't look as clean. Like, old school Naruto, like, honestly, I think the drawings in old school Naruto look better than the anime in old school Naruto. Well, now that we are definitely not talking about attack on titan anymore should we go into boku no hero yes my man kakchan wins <laughs> he won and i'm happy no yeah. one beats kakchan because he is the best character in the show i i like the fight i wanted todoroki to put up more of a fight but he looked really vulnerable and like his expressions were just like hitting me in my gut and I was like whoa so right after the fight I was pissed I was like no bad but then like I took a day and I was like no that was that was good 
So I just had to sit on it for a bit because I was really mad when the episode ended, but I liked it. Yeah, I liked the episode more. Todoroki development. It was really funny that they tied up Kakchan so he can't murder Todoroki so on the funny. award ceremony. All um, Might hugging everyone. The cutest thing ever. Yeah, the Plus Ultra thing was really good. That was funny. They did a little more with Ida's brother. That was which sad. Was cool. Yeah. It was well done, though. I enjoyed it. Was. It was, yeah. I'm excited and, for the new arc. And Todoroki visited his mom, which is kind of cool. So we'll get a little more development out of him. I liked it. Do we have an episode next week? I don't even know. Of um, Boku no Hero? I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, so we're... Uh, well, I guess I'll wake up Saturday morning and really hope they have a new episode. And if they don't, I'll be sad. But yeah. um, I will find the, out. The thing with Boku no Hero, like, it's really, really, really good right now. But there's something holding me back from loving it. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because it's such a shonen or, like, I don't Probably know. But there's, there's something inside me that is not, like, allowing myself to full force be in love with this show. I think it's probably that it's just like every other shonen to a certain degree. It's a little different, but it's basically your average shonen. I think it's just done super well. You know, yeah. it's 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 basically when Gurren Lagann came out and everyone's like, this is just another shonen, who cares? But it just did it so well that everyone was like, oh my god, this is amazing. It's like the same thing. It's like, oh, another shonen, like, whatever, this is weird. It's just like everything else. But they just executed so well. By the same time, it's also like everything else. But I really like the show. I think it's awesome. So same. I, I'm upset that they're changing it's the opening. It's not a ten opening. out of ten, but <laughs> I get upset every season. But then after three episodes, I really like the new opening. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm just watching the new episode of Spice and Wolf, and I'm like, oh, they got rid of the ending. And I watched the ending for the second time. I'm like, oh, but this ending is like fun and cute too. <laughs> right. So, it's fine. Um, so let me go quick. Okay. Natsume Jincho. I'm not going to talk about the, the specifics of the plot of this episode, but you need to hear me out. So, Natsume tells Notori about the Book of Friends. Big move. Never told anyone about it before. He's the only one that knows it. And Notori is like, okay, whatever. Like, thanks for telling me. And Natsume is like, okay, just like, blah, blah, blah. And Natsume walks away. And I'm like, this fucking sucks. Nothing happened. And then Notori just goes under his breath and like has this evil look on his face. And he goes, something so powerful, he should just burn it. And I was like, Whoa! <laughs> So there could still be something going on. With Tori trying to not just steal the Book of Friends, but destroy it. Fuck yeah. And then they're talking to this demon in the episode, and he's like, Natsume, you look familiar. And Natsume's like, oh, you probably know my grandmother, Reiko, because she had the Book of Friends or whatever. Everyone knows Reiko, blah, blah, blah. And the, the demon goes, no, um, there was a man I met who looked like you. It was a man. And then something happens and Natsume can't explain, uh, can't ask questions. And then he's just like, maybe that man was my grandfather. 
And you don't know, Thomas, how big a deal this is. Because this is season six, and we still know nothing about the grandma. And now, like, because the grandma, they say, like, oh, she was always so alone and nobody talked to her. Then how is she? does she have a grandson? She must have had a family or, like, something. And they just start opening this door to all these answers. And you know what happens? The, the season. This Not even just the episode ends. The season ends. The whole season! So it's not like they can go into it more next week because there's no next week. And I'm so mad. Like, they were just about to change the game of the show. After six seasons, they were finally like, we're going to dive into this. And then the season ends. And I, I, they better do a seventh. They better have Natsume Yujinsho Nana season seven because I'm pissed. But it was good. I mean, how often do they release seasons of this? Like every other no, season? No, well, 1, 2, 3 came out kind of, I think 1, 2, 3, 4 came out kind of close to each other, and then there were like four or five years between 4 and 5. So it depends. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's that's a long time, actually. Yeah, the show's been <coughs> going me. on for a while, but um, gosh, they just better, they better, like, I don't want to read the manga. I don't want to read the manga for this. They better answer the questions. Yeah, the anime started in 2013, the first season. Oh. So, there are 74 episodes. Oh, wait, no, JK, original run, 2008. So, it's been out for almost 10 years, and they have six seasons. Oh, that is not a good pace. That is a very bad pace, so I'm but very it's sad. It's really popular in Japan right now. It's like one of their top most watched anime this season, I think. Yeah. So I don't really know how the anime industries take those things into account, since obviously we had to wait four years for the new Attack on Titan season. But hopefully they'll be like, oh, this is popular. Maybe we shouldn't wait six years to put out the new season. Yeah, because last season they announced like a couple weeks later that they were going to skip a season and then go the next one. So... Like, it came out in the fall, they skipped spring, and it came out in the summer. So I'm hoping... Because they don't even, like, move or anything that much in mm-hmm. the anime. So it doesn't take that much to anime. I just hope, after just, like, opening that door of questions and villainy, they better fucking do something. But anyway. It was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good season. Um, Boruto was good. Not really going to talk about it today because we have something special to do. But it was fine. Um, we're finding out about Mitsuki, who is Orochimaru's experiment. So that's kind of cool. Who is? Um, Mitsuki. It's the white-skinned, white-haired guy who looks like Orochimaru and is from the Sound Village and can control snakes. <laughs> Not very wow, subtle. Wow, what a surprise. Wow. So he says, oh, Orochimaru is my parent. So it's like Orochimaru's son. And I'm like, great. But he's going to be a good guy because you kind of know from the Boruto movie. But we'll let him have his bad streak for now. And um, Kato was good. And Kato was good. But damn, they did. It was a really, really good episode. They had to do a flashback and they legit started from the beginning of time. And then they flashed forward through all the eons. It was fantastic. Um, and Skiga Kirei was me- mediocre. Again. I don't remember what happened. 
Oh, wait. They go to the same cram school. Let me see if I can do this. They go to the same cram school. She's moving to Chiba. He tells her, I'm going to go to school in Chiba. She gets all happy. Uh, she wears the blue dress. Uh, oh, <laughs> something about they, like, rented out a book. Someone put it on hold. Oh, the dude, Ozmi, put the book on hold of Chiba or something like that. And she wants to take out the book to, like, learn more about it. And they're like, no, Ozumi put it on hold. And then she's like, oh, he was looking up where I'm moving to. And I think that was it. You forgot the two most important things. The festival, which he's been practicing for the whole season. Oh, yeah. So he does he does the thing at the festival. And he gets pissed at her because she's, like, hanging out with um, uh, Hira. Yeah. Were those and the two things? the oh. kiss. Oh, do they kiss? Oh, my God. I don't remember. <laughs> they kiss when? at the end. At the end, on the bridge. Kawaii. Oh, they do? Oh, my God. I was sitting next to you when we watched it. I don't remember. Was I asleep? No. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so Azumi and Track Girl kiss at the oh end of the episode. God. And it was apparently very climactic. Yes, but Thomas was unconscious, so he doesn't remember. I'm kind of just thinking about how I want to finish Spice and Wolf so I can talk about how much I really like Spice and Wolf next week. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll look forward to that. Yes, we will. Uh, wait, is there anything else? I don't watch anything else. Nope, oh, and I-, I ran through everything I did. I want to pose a question. So, how much longer do I have to watch Ski Gakure? Is you it have over? to finish the season. No, um, <laughs> one funny question. Two, um, let me check. I think, um, what was that episode 10 we watched? Uh, I think it was 11? 10. Ski 11 or 10? Ga-ki. I thought they did episode 12 of everything, so it should be episode 10 or 11. Because it, no, yeah, because they did the stupid, um, recap episode. Yeah, they which did episode was like six and a half. Total horse shit. There's yeah, 12 episodes. Yeah, of my time. There's Out te- right we now? Just, so there's two more weeks of it left. Oh my god, no. <laughs> you have to watch uh, it till the end. You have to watch it. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Oh man, I can't wait to finish this and then give it like a four on my anime list. Can I just say, though, you didn't remember they kissed, but you remembered the dress the main girl was wearing. Because she wore it twice, and she looked cute in it, all right? Oh, my God. She did, even though she's middle school, which is why I hate anime. (laughs) Anime is trash, and so am I. Oh, my God. Well, on... Word and upward. We have a special little doodad to share with you guys instead of our topic of the week. Mm-hmm. This doodad is a... Well, so we did an interview, but we did it on Saturday. So it's kind of like an impromptu interview. We did with... Uh, I don't even know what you call them. They're a company. Uh, they're called the Laser Girls. We'll put out a tweet with some of their info. Our older sister, who we never talk about on this show for good reason. Oh, uh, my God. Runs the the company with her friend, Demeray. Yeah, so we talked to them about 
3D printing accessories for cosplay, how anime inspired them, and um, why they think cosplay is important in the anime community and for people as a whole. So, please enjoy our topic of the week. Hey everyone, we're here on a weekend filming a very special part of the podcast for this coming week. I'm here with Mary while we drink tea at, a, at our anime mugs, Kotekyo Hit Mary Born and Fully Cooly mugs. Goody-goody. But we are also here with two very special guests, or one very special, and the other one's my older sister. <laughs> we are here with the Laser Girls LLC, because they just got the LLC at the end of their company. Woo-hoo. They are a Yay. female <laughs> cosplay-making, nail-making, 3D-printing, all-female company of just two of them. So they yes. are here to talk about cosplay, what they do, art, just anime, just fun stuff for a little bit, just a little different thing to add into the podcast for this week. So thanks for joining us, Sarah and Demeray. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you for having us, siblings. So stoked that you're here. <laughs> yeah. We are glad to be here. Yeah. Round tabling. Don't Round sound tabling too excited, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited. I I'm interested to hear these questions. Yes, yeah. we as a podcast believe in um, spontaneity, which our viewers can tell from our random anime reviews and whatever the hell else we do on the show. So we did not prep the laser girls for their questions. That's very we're poetic. Ju- we're just going to see what happens, and we're very excited for this. All right. So, should we just dive right in? Let's well, do it. Well, first, yeah. first tell us a little bit about the laser girls. What What is it? Because... Yeah. No offense, but I'm sure no one's ever heard of you. <laughs> That's okay. But just go into what you guys do and that kind of stuff. Just like a brief overview. It doesn't have to be a whole history report. Sure. Yeah. So the Laser Girls, essentially what our mission is, is, you know, kind of getting the word about 3D printing out to all of you guys. Yeah. You know, if you're just starting out or you want to get into it, or you have some experience and you're trying to find ways to take your making to the next level. Um, we, we're, very, we're very proud of the process of 3D printing, and we anyone can access it, and we want to kind of spread the word and let you all know how you can get involved. And we do that through, you know, our blog, thelasergirlstudio.com, where we, you know, we write about our personal projects, tips and tricks for 3D printing. Uh, we've recently ventured into YouTube, kind of with similar content. And we also do a podcast where we talk about 3D printing and 3D printing projects and how you guys can get involved. Yep. I think you are the only people that we follow on SoundCloud. Woo, cool. So you have, <laughs> cool. it's like people following us 12. We are following one person, and it's like you guys. Yes. So I'm there very, you go. I'm very proud of that. Very cool. Hold that close to my heart. Good. Yeah. You should. Mm. The podcast has been a journey. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's gone through many changes over the... It went through being terrible to mediocre. Oh, no. Oh, and stop. soon we're going to get better. Yay. Yeah. Improving. Always improving the we're podcast. Always, we're always looking for questions <coughs> or recommendations on topics about, you know, 3D printing related or just making related. So if anyone ever wants us to talk about something particular, 
uh, shoot us up on social media. And oh, yeah. We love to answer questions. So. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. speaking yeah. of topics. Good yes. segue. You see that? We have some topics for you to talk about today. Okay. Oh, that was amazing and not planned. <laughs> we work on our um, transitions throughout. Thomas has awesome transitions that I usually talk over and then get yelled at for. <laughs> and um, I have pretty shitty transitions. So I'm very proud of that one. So let's say, well, let's say, let's start. Yeah. You guys are trained as artists. Yes, we are. In college and whatever. So you got into 3D printing through arting. What made you kind of transfer from producing art, like you guys have your fingernails, you were making jewelry and stuff, Mm. what made you get into cosplay? That's a really good question. Personally, I've always been interested in cosplay. I've never, I didn't actually venture into that realm when I was, you know, like a teenager or high school student or even a college student, didn't really get into it. But uh, yeah, I think 3D printing made building things that I think traditionally would be very difficult to do by hand. They just made it easier. So everything that I would want to cosplay as, which would involve like, you know, giant neck suits, armor pieces, things that I've wouldn't know how to make by hand per Mm se kind of gave me that avenue to explore so yeah and as both of you know we've had our fair share of closet cosplays in our youth (laughs) um good stuff it's i've always loved the idea of creating characters and creating stories around you know character design it's something that i thought i was gonna venture in in my professional career ended up kind of changing my trajectory there but I've always loved the idea of creating and telling a story through clothing and through character design, and cosplay is a really fantastic avenue for that. And, you know, as you know, we did it in our youth a little bit. It was fun. Yeah. Well, I think also it's, it's, you know, when I linked up with Demeray, we were... We were kind of looking for a new challenge to venture in with our printing practice, and uh, New York Comic Con was still relatively new to Manhattan, right? Mm-hmm. And it's something that Demery's always been interested in, and I was kind of feeling inspired to reboot in my own life. So we kind—that's of, kind of how we got into it. We saw New York Comic Con as a really perfect opportunity to. To bring 3D printing to a different market. Yeah, and to kind of challenge ourselves personally with what we could do with our skills and printing itself. Right, right. I like New York Comic Con. I went five times, I think. It was fun. Yeah. I like New York Anime Fest better, but then they combine them. They're actually, they're splitting off again. Yeah, Yeah. I can't wait. In November. Yeah. Yeah. November, they're doing an anime convention. Oh, I have to go. Yeah, we're going to go. We're going to go. We should all go together. Guys, you can catch us at the anime (laughs) convention in New York somewhere. You guys should get a booth or something. Anime double play. Yeah. 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 Hopefully, eventually. Get a banner and a booth. That would be fun. You could do a live podcast with like Q&A from audience members and all sorts of stuff. Or venture into YouTube or something. We have November to get that popular. All right. So we'll see. We've only been doing this a few months. We got a lot of time for that stuff. This has just turned into from a podcast to a roundtable brainstorm discussion. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, The future of anime double play. Yeah, but we're gonna do uh, this year. We're doing New York Comic Con. Yep. Again. Again. We're doing. We're gonna go uh, Thursday and Friday. Mm Mm-hmm. And then. Because the weekends are just so crazy. It's really uncomfortable to be there and cosplay, especially the types of stuff we do. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we're taking the more comfort comfort option. And then we're going to do New York Anime Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are our two 
Yep. Those are going to be our two for this year. So Cool. Nice. We have Excited. to come up with an anime character to do for Anime Fest. Like, I yeah. can do Son from Princess Mononoke, even though that's like a And film. I can do Riel. Oh, that's fine. And you could do Riel. Oh, so I we already have Riel. our characters. We're but, good. Or We're we, good to go. Or we could, you know, be crazy no one's and gonna, do something new. Well, you know? we could do something new, yeah. We'll think about it. I know this is a little inconvenient because it's a podcast, so mm-hmm. they can't actually see your cosplay but we're gonna link everything so please look yeah. at our tweets we're gonna show you guys all their stuff they're really talented at making weapons and armor Thanks. and all that sort of stuff they do a lot of video games and also anime so those are our core um, inspiration so the main anime stuff you guys have done is as you said San from Princess Mononoke mm-hmm. and Riel from Ergo Proxy an oldie but a goodie mm-hmm. if yeah. anyone knows who Ergo Proxy what Ergo Proxy is and I say this all the time please make yourself known we are few and far between yeah oh, that's yeah. for sure but um Iggy, my man what Iggy Iggy Oh yes. Let's not talk about that. Oh my god. Crazy psychotic evil robot thing. If you were going to um sort of help someone get started into cosplay, Mm -hmm. what advice would you give? Like what would be a good starting point for somebody listening who hasn't cosplayed before? Okay. That's an easy one. First things first, um a more sweeping Mm. kind of hire three D (laughs) printers. Not necessarily. I think I always tell people whether they're, you know, into, you know, Marvel characters, comic books, anime, Game of Thrones. I, I, everyone I know, I always heavily recommend that they should cosplay. I think everyone should cosplay at least once in their life. I think it's a, well, I think it's a really, it's, it's really, really fun. It's really fun. It's, and it allows you to kind of see yourself in a whole new way and kind of step outside of yourself in a really mm. exciting but also comfortable way because you've also, you've worked on something you love. You have a connection with the character that you love. And it's a really, it's a really, I find it to be a really positive experience um, despite, you know, some you know, stereotypes and controversies, you know, surrounding, you know, some of the negative sides of the community, you know, some people can be a little critical of other people's costumes, which I think is very wrong. Um, But I think you do it for yourself and it's a really positive experience. Makes you feel good. I think, and I think it's, Everyone should try it, number one. Yeah. Everyone should give it a go, even if it's a closet cosplay. If you want to start cosplaying, rule one is to do it. Yeah, yeah so, just okay. do it. Don't <laughs> right, well, to do then it. I can, and I can give you a couple. So, second thing I would say is you have to pick a character that you really love because yes. you're going to be sitting with that character for potentially months, weeks, at least weeks, right? Yeah. Maybe at least a couple days, hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, be really invested in your character. Pick someone who inspires you, someone that's going to keep you going when you're having a really frustrating time making this one piece mm-hmm. that seems kind of, you know, unnecessary, but yeah. you still, you're still doing it. When you start to question um, why you're doing but it. But <laughs> you should be careful as you pick your character because if you're very new to the process, you maybe you're not very handy or, like, you know, you're not great at building things. I would pick a character who maybe has one signature piece. Like, one weapon, you know, one piece of armor or one headpiece. Just something, like, that you can really hone in and focus on and make it as good as you think you can make it. Uh, and then you can build up to more difficult characters, like full body armor, mechs, right. you know, that that kind of thing. <laughs> or if, in that case, for, exa- for example, if mm. you don't connect with a character that has, you know, that one giant piece, I always like to... Do a spin provide, on it. Or do a spin on yeah. it, or provide the other make option of make a lot of smaller things. 
yeah. instead of the one big thing. So, yeah. for example, like Naruto, we'll take Sasuke, for example. The, sh- the little, you can make little ninja stars, you can make a headband, you know, you can make the shoes if you wanted to, or the, you know, the things like that. Yeah, right? his, like, purple belt thing. Right, it's yeah. kind yeah. of like, you think of, like, Sasuke versus Tamari, <gasps> right? Tamari's got that one big fan, and oh, that would be, like, your That would be, like, the piece. one big yeah. piece. Or make, you could yeah. do a character like Sasuke where you can make a bunch of little things, or even, like, Kakashi, you know, you can make the headband, mm-hmm. the book, the, the kunai, so mm-hmm. both of them are kind of the same amount of work, but it, de- it depends on how you like to work and, yeah. you know, what is going to be the most engaging for you. Because, yeah, uh, to piggyback off of that, you've got to be really—the biggest thing is to be really engaged with yeah. the work because it's, an, it's ambitious no matter how big or small the project is. And to see it through, you have to, you have to be motivated to see it through. And if you're not connecting with those characters, yeah. you know, you're not going to enjoy it that much. And that's kind of the, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be an enjoyable To close, experience. one more tip, which I think is important. I think you should see what other people have done with that costume. If you don't know where to get started, yeah. Google cosplay for the character you're going to go for. Hopefully there's a couple other people who have done it. Unlike Riel, yeah. there was maybe two people. But you used those people as yeah. great references for how to build your costume. And just because someone has done a costume doesn't mean it is off-limits to you. Because it doesn't matter if other people have done it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, everyone's done every costume. Everyone's right. done every <laughs> but, yeah. That character is special to you, and you yeah. can't compare your work to other yeah. people's and work. And some people have done some really, have done really creative problem-solving, how to make things that are, like Yu-Gi-Oh's hair for, like Yu-Gi's hair. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, if you... <laughs> That has come up with some incredible ways to resolve that conundrum because it's difficult, right? And there's so many different ways to come to to come to the same conclusions. Yeah, so yeah, do your do your research and find some other people who've done it. I feel like you're speaking to me because I know you really want me to do Miku. Yes, yeah, and I feel like I do. everyone does Hatsune Miku, and it doesn't I, matter if everyone's done it. But they all do it a little it. different, you know. Yeah. Like and you do it. A yeah, I mean, I've gone as Luffy like to four cons. But you looked really good as him. I know, but I mean, everyone does Luffy. I mean, it's really easy. This is yeah. how I feel as someone that you know. I don't. I don't look like a lot of the characters I I love, and to for me, it's more about me as the character and less me fully transforming into that character. Mm. Yeah, I, I still want to have a like when I when you see me in cosplay, I still want you to see me to a degree because I think that's important. But that and there are other people that they want to do a more full transformative situation right. and Demray's kind of I'm, more I go in more that, that way. I go more that I go way. more that way. I like too. that way too. Yeah, I, like I don't the, want people I like to know the, who I am. I like the challenge of like trying to go full on. But you're more of a performance artist in that way. So you're you're more conceptual. I like, I like to have a little a little you like bit a bit of, of you in, in, in your character, which I think is yeah. cool. Because yeah. I, I kind of feel like I'm coexisting with mm-hmm. the character in that moment yeah. and that's really cool. Mm. I feel like I've kind of met halfway with that character, which is Yeah. That's why I think it's really fun. For so. sure. That was great. Good answers to that. Are we so. getting too chatty? No, no. Uh, not at you all. You can always cut. You may not even hear no. any of this. So. <laughs> no, absolutely not. We do not make any cuts. 
Oh, no, I don't think we've ever had. No. One time we did. Your um, your mic gave was out. Was it a swear? Oh. No. Oh, and then yeah. I started. It was it's weird. definitely not for swears. It was, it was a weird thing. Mary, <laughs> Mary stopped hearing me, but I was, it was actually the still Skype recording. Call, so we started uh, talking over each other. So I just I cut myself out, going Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. He just he didn't even ask where I was. That he just kept speaking. No. So I was like, okay. I was in the middle of one of my famous rants, but <laughs> anyway, transition kind of more towards like. Um, anime specifically, but mm-hmm. how did anime influence your art if it's like not even cosplay, like just like growing up? Because I know yeah. Sarah, we watched like a lot of anime when we were younger, not as much as me and Mary watched anime, but <laughs> I mean, by the time you were like 14, you're just sitting in your room doing a lot of drawing. So anime had to have an influence on that to some degree, and whatever it was for you, Demray. So mm-hmm. it can be anime, how it influenced your art or the cosplay or even who you are today. You can go into that if you want. That's what we did last week. Yeah, that was actually really <laughs> fun to talk about. Cool. Yeah, you cool. should go first. I can go first. Um, so I, my very first, so I've, every kid watches Disney films, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching Disney films, but then I remember one day my mom brought back Totoro. Like oh, Hayao cool. Miyazaki's Totoro. And it came with like a little Totoro plush. And that was my, fir- literally, that was the first like, animated film from Japan that I had ever seen. And that became my favorite movie. That beat out The Lion King for me. So it kind of, that's kind of where my life spiraled into like watching anime. Spiraled. Spiraled. Like, that's definitely the right term for when, it. When, yeah, spiraled down into that chasm. But like, um, I, I started reading Shonen Jump when that came to the U.S. Like I, I started reading it, you know, in that big thick book that yeah. you used to get. Um, monthly. Monthly, I remember that. And then, you know, it kind of went from there. I... Um, that and that's why San was my first cosplay, right? Because I I wanted um, San from Princess Mononoke to be because she was one of my favorite characters growing up. So and I, I what I really liked about the way that um, Hayao Miyazaki was portraying the female characters, which was totally different from what Disney was doing at the mm-hmm. time. So that's kind of how I fell in love with the genre, and then it just sort of branched out from there. is a huge Miyazaki fan. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm a huge Miyazaki fan. No. no, I'm sorry, but I'm a huge Miyazaki <laughs> yeah, fan. Yeah, don't apologize. I'm let not your, apologizing. Let your, let your anime flag fly. Yeah, this is the no, place okay. That's true. That's true. true. <laughs> no, I'm a huge, and then I kind of got into Satoshi Kon from there, and then mm. I got, like, um, you know, art-wise... Um, what is his name? That Japanese artist that I love that's featured in Summer Wars. M- Murakami. Murakami, yeah. Takashi oh, Murakami. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Super flat? Yeah. Yeah, super flat. I love him. Yeah, the super flat art movement, and that was sort of how I, I got into on that. Yeah, ja- like Japanese kind of style art yeah. that, that branches into super the super flat movement, which is like a pop art influence in post Japan World post II. World War II. So that that's sort of what my art influences came from. Mm. Um, so I always wanted to draw, be able to draw like Miyazaki and, and um, <coughs> Kami and kind of bridge that into my art. So like a lot of my early paintings and stuff were, were cool. kind of in that style. And that's what made me want to go to art school because I wanted to be an animator at some point in my life, which didn't happen, but that's okay because I found 3D printing and then, right. kinda, you know, my yeah. life went in a different direction. But now I'm able to incorporate... Both of my interests. Very cool. Yeah. Before you go, Sarah, you should have been here last week. Mm. I talked about Perfect Blue, and we did oh, our yeah. Yeah. we did our random so anime review on House Moving Castle. Oh yeah, so no, House Moving Castle is a good one. I I can speak at length about any of his films, right. but I I may do um, Nausicaa as, oh, as my that'd next. Be great. Oh, that'd be really cool. I want to do Sophie from Howl's. You should do Sophie. Because I think I'd be a great, be great. Sophie. Yeah, we yeah. can make you a calcifer. 
Yeah, we can do that. I can have my own little Billy Crystal. We can print you a cow's fur that's like semi-transparent with like little yeah, orange awesome. in it. Make, make it all flaky. That sounds so cool now. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll just dress up as calcifer. Mind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's better. That would be just a giant ball of flame. Yeah, that wouldn't be as exciting. We could print you We could print you a clear thing we could stick on your head and put lights in so you could be a firehead. <laughs> it sounds less awesome the more we talk about it, actually. <laughs> Sarah, anime influencing your life as a human. Yeah, right, or go. us influencing your life. Because <laughs> we are basically the personification that of anime. Is, that is very true. I have both Mary and Thomas to thank for making me very fluent in anime. Mm. Um, fluent in the language of anime. Fluent in the language of anime. We high five. Um, <laughs> I tend to even, like, I'm just fluent in the language. Like, <laughs> that's what I call it. Like, every time I see something, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And people I'm with are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you don't understand. But um, I, uh, the, a big, the biggest turning point for me, I mean, we always watched anime, you know, growing up. Like, our after-school special was Toonami. And that was like our religion for most of our G Gundam, Dragon Ball, Yeah. Kenshin, Yu Hakusho. My favorites during that time, I really so love G Gundam. I mean, it's hard to not like Dragon Ball Z. Zoids. Um, what? Zoids. Zoids. Yes, come on. Loves you know, we, so we also had special places in our heart for our guilty pleasure, Code Lyoko, which is oh kind of sort of an anime. It's, it's a French anime. It's an anime. If Avatar's um, an anime, Code Lyoko counts. Obviously, we can count Avatar the last airbender. Yeah. yeah. Um, we do on this yeah. show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, we I mean, we grew up watching cartoons in general. Cartoons were a huge part of... I don't think we ever watched shows with real, real people. Real people are me. boring. You see them um, anyway. Not until yeah. Drake and Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was nothing good after Drake and Josh. That's true. They go. were sort of the epitome um, of, like, teen sitcom, I would say. Yeah. But the biggest turning point for me was when uh, I read a... GM, remember GMR? That yeah. Movie that I used to get? I was re- they did a huge spread on Tetsuya Nomura, and it was right around when Kingdom Hearts 2 was mm. coming out, I oh, think. And they did a whole spread on him, and he talked about his work, you know, as a character designer and how he likes to make decisions that in the design that contribute to the story, and that just completely won me over. Because mm. I was always creating stories in my brain all the time when I was younger. I, you, you guys know, I yeah. was always like in my head, like thinking about stuff, you know, that was not <laughs> existing was in this world. And a big thing, I loved character driven stories. I, I would rather learn more about characters than see how the story unfolded. You so. sound exactly like me. We had a segment that what's more important, story or characters, and you verbatim just had my whole argument. Hmm. I'm a big I'm a big believer in in the power of the character. I think strong characters can save a crappy story. So guilty crown. In my keep opinion. going. <laughs> so essentially, it's just a 2D fighter, guilty crown. <laughs> essentially, I, after I read that interview, like he kind of became my my figurehead for how I how I wanted to make things in the future, um, and the types of decisions and that I wanted to make and things that things that I did um so I know Kingdom Hearts isn't an anime but it's definitely got a lot of heavy anime elements in it but in all honesty that Tetsuya Nomura was really the person that really changed my trajectory 
I mean, we have a picture of him hanging in our foyer that yep. Sarah painted. I did a, a portrait of, of Tetsuya Nomura. Yeah, our grandma didn't understand why some random Asian guy's picture was. She was in like, her, "You uh, painted your boyfriend," and my sister was like, <laughs> <laughs> "She wishes." Yeah, she actually. wishes. He's a he's a very you know for he's a he's a relatively young guy for all the work he's done, and he's create created iconic designs. You know, mm. he's he completely changed the Final Fantasy aesthetic through Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, like his influence on Kingdom Hearts really set a new tone for Square Enix. Like, you look at older Final Fantasies, like, even Seven, Seven and Past, you know, they're, they look very different. And then... Look post, at Titus. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, like, post No More, there's a huge shift in the aesthetic of Final Fantasy. They also changed their name from Squaresoft to Square Enix a along the way, so... Yeah. yeah, I mean, one, he, he's a huge influencer. Well, yeah. And he's... I think he, you know, he's very Baroque, and he has a lot of, he's got a really interesting East meets West, you could say, kind of vibe in, like, his character designs, you know, kind of bringing those Japanese elements with, you know, these more industrial or European influences, especially in 15. We saw a lot of European influence in there. Um, so, yeah, I think he's, I think he's really cool. Nice. Obviously. He's he's awesome, yeah. and that was Kingdom was Hearts. Not quite anime, but definitely close enough. In oh, I in consider it. I yeah. talk about Persona Five on this because it's basically an anime. Like there's the anime, and then there's stuff that isn't anime that anime people talk about anyway. Mm-hmm. And Kingdom exactly. Hearts, Final Fantasy. Well, and a lot of these games will have spinoffs anyway that become anime. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we have Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Mango. Hearts Manga. Yeah, I, Mango, I did so. not play Chain of Memories. And I Persona read. Five probably has an anime along. I the way. watched and the Brotherhood. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 Brotherhood. Oh, yeah. I, was oh, like, I, was like, I love Metal Alchemist. Yeah, I was yeah. like, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? What? They have a game? Why don't I own it? Yeah. <laughs> but that's all for our, like, serious questions. But now we're just going to get into some fun stuff because we just like yeah. to get to know the people we're talking to. A little lightning of, like, round. Mm, yeah, cool. just like fun like stuff. Lightning. So what is each of your favorite anime or, like, your your top tier? And, like, what are you watching right now? TV or film? Oh, uh, yeah. Go for it. Go, go for either, it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You can split into two if you want. You go first. <laughs> I think uh, Ergo Proxy. Okay. Uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena. Mm-hmm. Um, LOL. I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's so... Uh, <laughs> I watched it all last summer. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's an amazing acid it's trip. It's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. It's... Acid trippy. It's yeah. very trippy. There's some incest in there. Um, early 90s? <laughs> early 90s? It's 80s. very sexy. Early 90s. It's a very sexy it's, show. It, yeah, it's a very... It's I call it like a rock opera. Yeah. Oh. An anime. It really is a rock opera in my brain. That's just... That, that, that.
Which, yeah. What's the newest one you've seen? The Wind Rises was the new. Oh, I love that one. Did you like that one? Oh, yeah, no, it was okay. great. I, I haven't thought, seen anything I thought it was okay, The Wind great. Rises. It, yeah. I thought it was going to be his last one, so I was like, oh, an ode to, like, airplanes and things like that, yeah. so I can like get behind favorite this. favorite I saw it in theaters the with my mom. We were the only two people in the whole theater. My mom the whole time thought someone was going to come in and murder us. I was like, leave me alone. I'm watching this movie. Being in a movie theater alone is a little unsettling, but it it's just really dark and you don't know where anything is, but that's true. Anyway, anyways, I would also say Akira yeah. is another one. I've never favorites. seen that, and I feel like oh, I own idiot. it. It's, you own- it's, it's yeah. I bought the twentieth year um, Blu-ray. Can I take box it? Set. You should watch yeah. it. Um, okay, especially like see when that was made, mm-hmm. and then watch it, and then like it really allows you to appreciate just how complex the act, the animation of that mm-hmm. is. And then watch the Chronicle, amazing, which yeah. was the American. Live action, kind of like spin off. I liked of it. Chronicle. It was a lot. good. It was, it was really was cool. Good. It was really cool. I was like, this is great. This means that they can take Japanese films and make good U.S. movies and, and not then, destroy it. <laughs> then Ghosts in the Shell came out, and then I had I lost all hope in mm-hmm. humanity. <laughs> it's not the same Chronicle to Akira, but it's basically the same. It's ba- it's besides the, the post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Tokyo. Yeah. But everything else is the same. It's just yeah. like a high school in Washington or something like what that. What are you guys Excellent. watching now? So if I've, anything, I've taken a hiatus on Psychopaths. I still have to finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm blanking. I had them all lined up, ready to go. Uh, yeah, I can um, go. Yeah, you want go, me to go? go. Um, I just finished the second season of Moyashimon, which is a kind of a little known anime yeah. about microbes and brewing beer. And agriculture. And agriculture. It's a school of agriculture. It sounds like school of agriculture. Silver spoon. It's really good. It is really good. It's um, it's about a boy who can see microbes, and he's like, they're his friends, and then he can control them. And make beer? And make beer. Sounds like a better Ozzy and Drix. Yeah. I love Ozzy. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot better than that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I need something new to start, actually. I'm trying to think. I just just like a bunch of things. What did we... I watched a little bit of Psychopaths with you, which I kind of left wasn't that interested but. you should watch silver spoon it's also about it's Agriculture. about it's about farming i love but that. it's a comedy and it's made by the author of full metal alchemist okay and I, it's on netflix and everywhere and it's, it's just can i do i learn am i am i yeah. gonna be learning i love anime where i learn weird things guys about, i think i just things. converted someone else to <laughs> silver spoon I'll, I'll give it a shot cool i'll give it a shot the one that i have to restart is ruby because mm-hmm. I started watching that a while ago, and then I kind of fell off. Um, and what now was they've... that creepy show you were watching with that? With the they were in space, and they have to like latch onto the oh, ship. Oh, Knights it keeps... of Sidonia. Knights How of Sidonia. Could I forget yeah. that? Oh, I watched that. She did watch. How the, was it? Finish the whole thing. I liked it. It needs a second season, mm-hmm. but it's been two years since. It is the a beautiful show. They're just going to attack on Titan. So beautiful. And five yeah. years down the road, have a second season. Oh, I need to start the second Attack on Titan. Yeah, we we it just ended yesterday, and um. We yeah. already talked about it at this point in the podcast, but... Right. We haven't talked about it yet in real life. Yes. Okay, okay. Because we're in the past. So yes, I need to start that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else on our list of things we were interested in. There's always something. Oh, we wanted to try that cycling anime. Oh, oh. I watched all we've the heard, first we've half heard of it. Yeah. We've, we've yeah, gotten some reps on it. It looks crazy. There's Why did really, you make that noise? I it's, think it's weird. Have you watched any of it? <laughs> no. Sorry, Mel. Can't Mo. judge. Can't judge. Sorry, Mel. It's good. I watched, I'm like 50 episodes in or something like that. Mm. It's long. It is long. It's I'm been going on since like It's been going on since like 2015 or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, man. So it's, it's quick, though. Okay. It's good, but we can hop and move along, hop, yeah. skip, and jump away. Um, 
Has any no no one no. What? <laughs> has anyone ever seen Shugo Chara? No. Oh, actually, I, the theme song really goes hop, skip, jump, Drew. Actually, <laughs> I'm actually going to watch that after I, I finish. I thought you were making a you. reference, and I got so happy. No, I wish I watched Shugo Chara. That now was you so do big realize back then. if an anime said like you know water off a duck's back or something, you'd have the same reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Raining cats and dogs. Oh my god, it's that opening where... I read the manga and watched the anime to Shugo Chara. It ended in like 2007. It's like, mm. it was... Yeah, it's, it's really, really good though. Me and Patty used to watch it. All right. Anyway. So, same question, different topic. Mm. Favorite video game? And are you playing anything now? I mean, it's easy for me. Yeah, go. Uh, Final Fantasy VII is my all-time favorite video game. That's a good one. Yeah. Sarah? All-time favorite video game. Oh man. Are you going to say Final Fantasy XV? Or 14. No, no. 10. 10. 10? You like you 10, my 10. lord. 10, I really royally messed up and mm. I wasn't able to finish because I made Lulu. bad choices. <laughs> I made you bad choices. Lulu. No, I made bad choices and I didn't upgrade her at all because I forgot because I'm not good at video Everyone games. Everyone forgets about And Lulu. then I got to the no, no love tri- for the black mage. No. No, and I like Lulu a lot. Oh. Um, I mean, you didn't yeah, level up but, Waka at all. I mean, I'm I'm not good at video games. That that was I bit off way more than I could chew, with like my first, you know, mm, real yeah. investment in a in the JRPG. At least it was only one disc, and yeah. it was it was a failure on my part. I do love that game though, nonetheless. Um, my favorite game? Ugh, I don't know. You think about it for a second, Thomas. We've never talked about this. Favorite video game? Kingdom Hearts. Uh, mm. easy. I don't. Mine would probably be ten. Yeah. yeah, I just replayed not Persona Five. Um, well, I'm not. I'm only forty hours into a hundred hour game of Persona Five, but it's rocking my world so far. <laughs> I'm absolutely in love with it. Um, mm. So many funk beats. I've gotten recommendations to start Fire Emblem because it's something I that have I Fire really Emblem. Like. I can. I, can I just play between it. between work and oh, no, there's no time. Cosplay and all the things. Speaking of cosplay, hmm. favorite cosplay you've done to round out the mm. Q&A. Lightning is cloud. San is for Princess Mononoke. Yeah. My favorite. Wait, lightning cloud? Lightning cloud. Lightning okay, so this cloud. is a combination of lightning from Final Fantasy 13 and cloud from Final Fantasy 7. Yes. Yes. Just Advent Children. Up. Advent Children, though. The film. Yeah, Advent I did the Children. Film. Yeah. And then Demery goth, goth Cloud versus Industrial Goth Cloud. Blue Cloud. Versus <laughs> Amnesia Cloud. <laughs> cloud. Yeah. Amnesia Cloud. And Demery did mm. Son from Princess Mononoke. Prince Mononoke. Okay, cool. Yeah. Looked fantastic. Just want to clarify for the listener. Anyone who doesn't know. Yeah. Sarah's yeah. just saying Lightning Cloud. No one's going to know what no. that means. <laughs> I mean, no one's going to know what's going on with my costume this year. So it's, uh, it's made about six changes. And yeah. I think I finally landed on the thing I'm going to do because I'm at the point where I don't have a choice but to make a decision. So <gasps> I think right. Demarais is going to be beyond amazing. Eh, if I get it done. <laughs> we'll get, we'll see what happens, I guess. <laughs> we started a little late this year. Oh, yes. So Yeah, very cool. But So I think we're just going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining Yay, us. That was so much Thanks fun. for having us. That Coming all the way from 20 minutes away to uh, or 40 minutes away to help us with this. So yeah, no problem. Anytime. We'll have Anytime. to have you guys on our podcast as well. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, I, we should do it. We'll you're do a swap. 3D printing co- podcast. Oh, what would we say? Oh, we can. We'll, we'll, fit, we'll fit it. We think what you guys do is cool. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
All right. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for um, coming home to celebrate Father's Day with our father. Happy Father's Day. And celebrating anime on the newest, coolest anime podcast around. Woohoo. Good job, Mary. Plugging ourselves <laughs> on our own show, Anime Double Play. So it really means a lot, guys, and hopefully we would love to have you back. And we'll keep in touch with you guys. We'll start retweeting your stuff, so if any of our people are interested, they can be interested in you. Awesome. Thank cool. you. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. All right. See you soon. Goodbye. Bye. And we are back to currently my real life. So hopefully you enjoyed that slightly longer than average interview of the Laser Girls LLC. And if you have any comments on, hey, I really hated that interview. Don't do that anymore. Or, wow, that was really cool. Please do more of those things. Let us know and give them a follow or whatever social media ways you uh, keep in touch with people. You can throw their way if you like them or don't if you don't like it. Yeah. It was super it was super awesome for them to come in and talk with us and we they're our family and they're super successful and we love them so we're glad we got to share their work with you. Mm-hmm. One of them's family and the other one's Sarah. So Oh my god. <sighs> anyway, I just like making fun of Sarah. We're tight. Anyway, we're going to move on to our random anime review of the week because we realize this podcast is going a little long, but we still want to give you everything you come here for. Woo! I'm going to roll number... Uh, oh, God, 29? No! I don't count that many ones. Uh, that's exactly... I'm, ca- I'm, I'm counting. Okay. So um, don't so talk in the background about something while I do this. Take me 29 seconds. Okay, so... Thomas is actually secretly a huge Boruto fan, and he watches it every week, and we talk about it before the podcast, but he wants to play cool and seem like he doesn't okay, like it. Okay, we're done. <laughs> it's Noragami. I don't watch Boruto. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about Noragami. We did their the first opening once. The original? But yeah, the first season, because Noragami Aragoto is season two. Right. Okay. I loved so, it. Noragami is actually on Verve because it's a Funimation thing. It's also on Crunchyroll, the first half, but they don't have the second half. But watch both because they're amazing. Yeah, let's see. Um, I We both gave them eight, and then I guess the second season I gave a nine, and you gave an eight. Yeah, I didn't think it was any better or any worse. I enjoyed it. We did the first opening for uh, the anime opening. I think I said that already. Yes. But, <laughs> sorry. But this anime is super cool. It is about a god who is, well, I guess he's helping this girl get her body back or something. Something weird happens. This girl can, like, go outside her body and she can, like, communicate with, like, gods and stuff. So he, like, her and him, like, go on adventures and then, like, his sword is also a spirit thing. And they do cool god spirity stuff and the characters are cool the animation is really good uh it's funny there's really nothing bad about this show it's kind of your typical shonen but it's got cool plot lines it's a little it's got some darker undertones uh what did you think mary it's probably been a while since you watched it i I watched it in the past year that was a really really rough summary of it it's about this girl and this god and they do god spirit stuff (laughs) 
They go on adventures. I don't know. What would you say it's about? Well, it's about a middle school girl who is seeing someone cross the street, and it looks like they're about. To, he's about to get hit by a truck. So she pushes him out of the way and gets hit by the truck and sort of dies, but he puts her soul back in her body, which is why her body keeps falling in and out. And that's how she meets the god Yato. Yato is a lesser god who doesn't have a lot of followers, so he might disappear. So it's his, he's going out and he's trying to get more followers, sort of like his faith fan base, so he can stay alive and stay a god. So that's kind of the point of the show. He's going around, the girl who can now be in and out of her body with like the spirits because she sort of died and Yato was like, oh, she tried to save my life, even though the truck wouldn't have hurt me, I'll throw her a bone and put her back in her body they're trying to get yato um followers i guess tweet at yato at yato yato gami but um so that's kind of the whole point they're going around trying to make him popular and have a faith fan base so he can stay in um the battles and are- get her body to not uh be- i think they kind of came come to terms with the fact that she's just gonna have to live that way <laughs> No, they, cause I think they're trying. I don't know. Oh. I mean, it's definitely like an undertone. It's definitely not the main goal. Show that, I don't think the show really has a main goal. It's not like One Piece where it's like, get the treasure. It's like, do good deeds and kill, like, is right. it demons? Are they demons? I don't, yeah, I forget what they're called. Yeah, they're sort of like bad desires. I mean, I like this show so much I caught up with the manga, so I know what the plot is, but I can't say anything. But um, oh, I loved it. Cool. I loved it. Um, the characters are great. The fighting's great. The nuances in the characters are really very good. Like, they, they all seem really real and, like, they're well-rounded people. And you get this, this whole ensemble of different gods and their familiars, and they all just kind of, like, wove together into this really creative story. And I gave it an 8, and then the second season with Abisu was just so insane, I gave it a 9. Like... I really, really like it. Karoot, hey kids. Yeah, the and the great. song's so good. <laughs> the opening is so good in the second season. The first season opening is really good. We have to do the second season opening because it's by the same band too. So you know how much we love anime openings. So check that one out. Yeah, but watch that show. It's a really good show. Yeah, and I realized Mary's um, synopsis of what the show is about was way better than mine. <laughs> Thank you. But all in all, I did really enjoy this anime. The animation's really good in it as well. So check it out if you haven't. When did it get released? I'm on the Wikipedia page, just so people know. 2010 was its original run. Yeah, the first one. So it probably ran 2010 to like 2011 or 2012. Yeah, and then the, s- the second one was um came out when I was like... Um, winter of my senior year of college, I think. So, like, 2015, oh, shit, really? 2016. Yeah, it was recent. Wow, I didn't realize that they waited that long to come out with a second season. Yep. They better not do that with Natsume. Wink, wink. They better not. But I was just thinking, 2010, that's so long ago. It seems like it wasn't that long ago, but it was seven years ago. I mean, that's a long time. Like, some of our listeners may not even have watched anime back then. Yeah, we were totally different people seven years ago. We were in high school. Yeah, I guess I was in high school, hating my life. Stop. More than I do now. Oh Aha. Okay. But anyway, I think that wraps up 
our Noragami review, which means it wraps up episode number the 11 13. of Anime Double Play. That one oh of Anime God. Double Play. But That's okay. the girl from Skigakire wore a blue dress. Hey, I don't decide what I remember. These things just pop into my head, and then I know them. But most things don't pop into my head, so I don't know them. And on that note, guys, we hope you have a great week. Let us know if you like the interview. We hope we can bring more people in with certain expertise and stuff more often to talk about some fun stuff. Let us know if you want us to talk about anything. We're always looking forward to hear from you. From, to hearing from you guys and we're just really glad we get to do this every week and we hope you enjoy listening to us yes definitely this summer we're gonna try to do a little more of these bringing in some of our anime friends maybe i don't know we meet some more anime podcasters so we can do a little duo thing with them so we're gonna try to mix it up a little bit because i can only think of so many great ideas to present to you all <laughs> no offense mary so yeah, so we're going to do a lot of that. I didn't really have follow-up for that. But anyway, thanks for watching this episode, and we will see you guys next Wednesday. And unlike Mary thinks, I will be in the United States for it. Woo! Yay, America! Have a great week, guys! Yay!